0: Welcome to Country Squire Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time of year again. This is Bo, and this week we have got John David and Quinn the intern discussing their experiences from the Chicago Pipe Show. You know, we are big fans of the Chicago Pipe Show, so glad to see its epic return. And you know, there's some big news that we need to talk about real quick. We need to give some massive acknowledgments because John David got a little something of an award, a little something of some uh, praise. One might even argue the highest award in the field was actually given to John David at this year's Chicago Pipe Show. Uh, Master of Pipes. Now, y'all have heard us talk about the Master of Pipes Award before in the past. And while the Master of Pipes and I won't be able to sit down and, uh, and me fully give him his praises for a few more weeks, uh, we wanted to go ahead and give you this interview with Quinn and John David so that you could hear a little bit about their experiences and talk a little bit about what it's like to go to the Chicago Pipe Show for the first time. Obviously, John David is a veteran in so many ways uh, for the Chicago Pipe Show. Uh, or should I say Master Cole? I don't know. We need to, we need to figure that out. Ma- Master Cole... <laughs> I I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. Uh, yeah, no, he—he's uh, actually, you know, very experienced going to the Chicago Pipe Show. But uh, also along with him, Quinn, the intern, who uh, was there for the first time, and so they d- discuss a little bit about what that's like. And I think you're gonna really enjoy this conversation. So without further ado, let me go ahead and kick it to Master Cole and Quinn, the intern. That great street, I just-
1: all right. This is John David Cole, freshly back from the Chicago Pipe Show. And I'm with a dear friend of mine and uh coworker, colleague, uh, fellow tobacconist, rabble rouser, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Quinn Crawford. And uh, man, we just got back and uh, man, wanted to kind of debrief. This was uh, Quinn who who works at the Country Squire and as uh, a budding tobacconist in his own right. we uh, took him up there for the first time and wanted him to kind of experience, uh, what the Chicago Pipe Show is like and all that. And, uh, anyway, I thought we'd have a little conversation about it. So, uh, Quinn, how you doing, man?
2: I'm doing well, doing well. Glad to be here. Glad to be back, uh, from Chicago. It was one heck of a time. It was, there's really no words to put it. I think we're just going to take this a kind of a opportunity to, you know, if you haven't been to a pipe show, yeah, get out to one because it's definitely an experience everyone needs to to take part in. If you, especially if you smoke a pipe, especially if you love tobacco, if uh, you're like part of the enthusiast, yeah, if you're community. an enthusiast, you yeah. need yeah. to be there yeah. for sure.
1: Did 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 you come back with any money? Do you have any money? Uh, I'm, I might have I might have slept on the couch. A well, You know, you I was about to say your <laughs> wife doesn't listen to this show much, so I'm I'm sure you know whatever. Stay, it's just me and nah. me talking, man. We don't have to we don't have to you know
2: yeah the, no the, we're the we're we're all good I, <laughs> I was a good boy i didn't do anything bad and uh i'm lucky to have a wife who supports uh, supports my hobby and supports supports my career so no that's we're right all good man, it's so no, hey, s- we, no sleeping on the couch we
1: so. are so blessed <laughs> we are so blessed to both have spouses that um and are are cool with what we do and um and come home smelling like uh pipe smoke every day <laughs> and uh you know, it, it, it like we say in my house, it just it it's just just a smell of money. You know, that's just a, that's it smells like money. That's yeah. just the smell of paying the bills, baby. <laughs> yes,
2: sir. Yes, sir.
1: Yes. Oh, that's awesome. Um, Man, we're back from Chicago and kind of licking our wounds a little bit. It was exhausting, but a whole lot of fun. And um, what you know, before we went to Chicago, you know, we obviously you were really really excited. We talked about it for months and kind of getting geared up to you know go meet a bunch of pipe carvers and you know see a bunch of. um steak pipes and unique pieces and, you know, rub shoulders with kind of pipe smoking celebrities and all that type of stuff. Um, t- talk about your expectation going into uh, what's probably the world's, you know, most famous pipe show.
2: Well, uh, honestly, uh, you know, I'm a type of person who does a lot of research going in. So I had listened prior, I had listened to a lot of podcasts that had touched on the subject, you know, Pice Magazine, he talked several times about how to prepare for a pipe show and things like that. Yeah. Uh, I had some older uh, gentlemen in the hobby give me their advice. So uh, I know this year was different, different location and stuff. So I tried to go in as much as a clean slate as I could, but I knew I was going to be seeing a lot. I was going to be smoking a lot. <laughs> I was going to be talking a lot. I was going to be, you know, I I knew it was going to be a lot. Yeah. So I was just kind of, you know, braced myself for impact as much as i could um so i was just ready for something big something new something exciting and uh jumps with both feet in you know just ready yeah
1: yeah 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 no that's great did um when you got up there and kind of got the lay of the land a little bit were you um were you surprised by anything you saw at the show was there anything that kind of caught you off guard or you know you thought to yourself like oh this is kind of different than i might thought it would have been
2: i don't think so i think everything was pretty much as uh people you hear the tales of all the past pipe shows and in, in, of chicago and uh yeah i think it, it lives up to all the stories if you're willing to listen to older people who've been to you know they obviously there's been changes over the years but it really is. It's almost like a family reunion. Just uh, seeing all the people you've uh, talked to on the—that's actually a great way to put it. Yeah, all the people you've talked to on uh, social media and mm-hmm. or have come through the shop and things like that. You just you get to see them again and uh, put a face to the to the to the Instagram handle or Facebook, you <laughs> know, name. Yeah, just that kind of thing was, or
1: actual human form yeah. to like uh you know faces you've seen all over the place Ex- or, exactly um you know meet someone and you're like wow you're a lot shorter than i thought you would be <laughs> exactly which i think is what everyone thinks when they see uh when they see me <laughs> but um anyway it's it's so funny man yeah just getting the um it's it's kind of a alternate reality really that we live in you know just interacting with these people across the world and then you're like oh that's that's Nana Everson. like, and she's eating breakfast, like, a few tables away from us. Exactly. And, like that. Oh, and she also eats bacon. That's interesting. Like,
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, exactly. It's like uh, getting to, it's like going to Hollywood and running into, like, celebrities, people you, like, idolize and you're, like, bumping shoulders with them. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and you're trying not to geek out,
1: like, oh, sign my face or whatever. Be cool. Be cool. Be, yes. t- please be cool. Try to be cool. Um, no, that's. That's exactly right, um, man. Well, t- talk about the you know. So we we got to the we got to the resort, which is it's actually a new venue this year, right? We've uh, <laughs> yes. kind of mentioned that before. Where um, you know this year, they're the the pheasant run not only uh, closed down where they've had it years before, but it actually the week of the show this year tragically burned to the ground, which was just crazy. I was laughing with a lot of folks at the show um you know just saying there were probably pipe smokers out there like taking bricks from the old uh you know pheasant run or whatever as souvenirs to to take home but um man just you know sad that it it burned down but um obviously they had to find a new uh a new venue this year and did the the marriott in lincolnshire talk about you know the the facility the hotel the town um you know and then also kind of getting to hang out in chicago a little bit you and i did some downtown walking and some uh pipe uh you know pipe shop browsing and stuff like that
2: yeah so the venue was actually very nice uh we were actually kind of surprised that just the layout was very good for um the chicago show uh, from the floor to the where they had uh seminars for pipe making uh very useful i heard the tent was a little smaller but it was perfect you know the the they had plenty of chairs and seating and It was awesome just to go in there at night and just be packed out full of pipe smokers. And it was almost like, man, who am I going to sit with? (laughs) No, right, yeah. Like a middle schooler at lunch. Like, oh, man. But it was a great venue. There was a...
1: A middle schooler at lunch. Like, I want to be with the cool kids, but there's a lot of cool kids. Yes.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's a... Lincolnshire is not very far from downtown Chicago, so we took off one day and uh, did all the touristy things downtown as much as we could. Getting well, we're a couple old men, but you know, we got to to do that. And there are uh, plenty of great places to eat uh, that are not very far from Lincolnshire. So if you Uber around or you get a rental car, you know it's. Things are pretty accessible. Yeah. Uh, I think this venue will be a great venue moving forward. Uh, Rooms were nice. Uh, The hotel staff was awesome. Uh, It it was a very great layout.
1: Yeah. I I, I was, you know, I think a lot of us were a little concerned. Like, we kind of, back when the Pheasant Run was the venue, most of the pipe community just kind of took it for granted that it was kind of an old, run-down facility. And so, you know, they had, like, no smoking signs, but everyone was like, Ah, eh, whatever. <laughs> and like, so people smoked in their room and stuff. And I, I think we're really concerned that like people would kind of respect the facility and just honor, you know, and just put on our, our best foot forward as far as a community to make sure we would be, you know, a good guest and that they'd invite us back next year. And um, you know, all indications were it was it was just you know a resounding success. So. Um, yeah, it was really neat. It's kind of funny. I, you know, you didn't get to see the old pheasant run, obviously, but the, the new hotel that they've kind of landed on here, the Marriott, it has that feel of an older kind of 1970s, 1980s, uh, hotel resort, if you will. But, um, but it's just one that's been kind of maintained, you know, when maybe when there was a stain in the carpet, they actually got it fixed or, you know, if there, if a glass pane broke, they actually replaced the, the glass or, you know, they occasionally put some new paint on the wall. So it kind of has this old feel to it just because of the layout, but it, uh, mm-hmm. It was kind of neat. It, uh, you know, actually was kind of reminiscent of the pheasant run. If it was kind of, you know, if if it had been kind of kept up, you know, yeah, not exactly, that's <laughs> not what, just
2: destroyed. <laughs> I, I heard that from more than one person that it reminded yeah. them of the pheasant run, but yeah. more, you know, kept up, slightly updated, right? But it, yeah, right. great facility. No,
1: it was it was awesome. The staff and everyone up there was was really great. Um, well, that's great. Talk about like okay, so we. You know, we went to um, we went to Ewan Reese, and then we went to Arlington Pipe and Cigar. Got to see a few things there. Talk about kind of your experience going to a couple of really great pipe shops up in up in Chicago.
2: The Arlington store was uh, very awesome. We were very impressed, uh, both of us, at their yeah. smoking lounge and uh, their pipe and pipe tobacco selection was great. Very on par. Uh, I don't think they were lacking anything, you know, really. It's yeah. just a, it seems place. like a great place to, you know, hang out and chill. Uh we didn't get to, you know, sit down or anything, but you know, we got to scope out and get a good lay of the land and it seems like an awesome shop. And next time we're in Chicago, we're definitely gonna carve out some time to yeah. Sit down and I'm enjoy a the pipe, enjoy... Does a
1: great job kind of curating their whole selection and yeah, their sure. whole staff is just yeah. really, really
2: cool. Awesome. Top notch guys. Uh Ewan Reese uh, that was that was awesome just a a step back in time if you will you know just the whole uh the whole layout you know you go up an elevator and there you are and, and the, the old wood paneling, wood paneling and, and, and old telephone booths uh-huh and it, uh, it, it just an awesome store with uh awesome selection of pipes great staff uh great selection on cigars just you know everything you want a pipe store that's yeah yeah, 150 years old. You know,
1: it's an old. It was so cool we got up there and uh of course Douglas uh was behind the counter with his thick uh Brooklyn accent. Uh you know, it, in Chicago it's kind of this weird um you know, you're like, "Wait, am I where am I again?" you know. And then, <laughs> of course uh Harry behind the counter and we got to meet Kevin and uh, Chuck was, was hanging out as well. And, uh, just a, just a great crew up there, man. And, um, Douglas took really, really good care of us and, uh, just rolled out the red carpet. It was really neat. They, uh, took us back and showed us the, the lounge area that kind of overlooks the L train. And, um, yeah, it was, it was cool. I, I was, I was really impressed with all the pipes we saw. And so I don't know if I've ever seen that many Dunhills in one place. It was, yeah. it was, uh, it was, it was pretty special.
2: So Yeah, it was, it was very, uh. It's very epic. Uh, just uh, going to go in such a store store that has so much history, and yeah, we're sitting in the lounge, just kind of dimly lighted. You know, just a perfect place to so like smoke right. smoke a cigar, smoke a pipe, <laughs> and you're just like, I bet a lot of deals have gone down in this room. I
1: know, right? <laughs> Good yeah. and bad. Good and bad, right? <laughs> they, these people know where the bodies are buried. Yeah,
2: <laughs> exactly.
1: Now, it's funny. Uh, Quinn and I, you know, here we are, a couple of Mississippi kids, just you know, poking around this really high end shop in Chicago, and. We both, like, fan- start fancying this um, this Dunhill cigar case. It was this beautiful leather cigar case that had the, you know, the white, uh, white spot on it that was, uh, you know, very elegant. And it had this really neat kind of tartan, uh, you know, cover on it. It was just a plaid kind of uh, fabric covering on part of it. And we both really liked it, I could tell. And I, I just walked away because I was like, I know this is ridiculously expensive. I don't even want to know. And you had the guts
2: to actually ask how much? What? How much was it? Oh I mean, man, it was like a three hundred, four hundred dollar yeah you know cigar, thr- case. cigar case, that holds three cigars, and we're like, It's mm.
1: like, man, I gotta get home.
2: Dude. <laughs> <laughs> there, there are some pipes I have not seen yet that I need. It's like,
1: and man, I, I'm already gonna be enough trouble from this trip. Like yeah. that's the last thing I need to do. Yeah, it was funny. D- Douglas really took good care of us. And if you ever go up there and bump into him, please, uh, please say hey. Uh, They have, of course, their five – I think it's their five-star series, right, of tobaccos that – uh, that they have, uh, tinned for them. Uh, the, the, um, you know, it's a, it's a line of tobaccos, obviously their own brand, Ewan Reese. And, um, they have one of the tobaccos called distinguished gentlemen. And, yes. and that distinguished gentleman is actually referring to Douglas, which yeah. is kind of funny. He, he was, uh, you know, trying to get him to, I, I can't remember exactly what he said. They took a couple of their blends and threw in some stuff and, and came out with distinguished gentlemen. And if you meet Douglas, you'll, you'll realize why. So yeah. anyway,
2: neither one of us could get away with that. It will, we'll, you know, no, no. Douglas, he can do it. Like, we, could, we couldn't. We
1: then, couldn't. <laughs> the, the one that they would name it after us, it'd be like, um, I don't know, Redneck with full set of teeth, something yeah. like that. <laughs> something like that is ridiculous. But um, anyway, two world-class shops. If you ever are up there, go to – sure, obviously everyone wants to go to Ewan Reese, But Arlington Pipe and Cigar, it, I mean, I, you'd be hard-pressed anywhere in the United States to find a um, a better – selection of uh particularly tinned tobaccos, I mean they just really had a great impressive selection of tins, so uh that that was really cool well okay so so we got back uh to the resort, talk about it's the day of the show you and I wake up, we're eating breakfast we meet a a, a listener and friend from um from South Texas that was really cool and uh Charles I think was yeah his Charles name. yeah it was good to good to connect with him and um man, that was just a special time, but um man went to the show floor. Tell me first thoughts. What's your, what's your gut reaction? Like you're walking in the doors, you know, you've got your armband and you're like, Holy cow. What, 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 what was Quinn thinking?
2: Dang. I have a lot to get through. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, luckily, you know, you kind of, I kind of came prepared. Like I had a system of like, I'm going to work my way on one side of the room and get to the other. Yeah. Uh, and Obviously, you know, taking advice from other people who've been to shows, you know, you kind of come knowing what you want, uh, you know, being prepared, knowing what you collect and having an eye for uh, an eye for pipes. Yeah. Uh, so mm-hmm. that kind of helps out a lot. You know, I wasn't sitting there, you know, digging through bins because most people are putting their really nice stuff, you know, out on the table, best foot forward. So right. you just kind of combing through everything, looking at all the pipe tobacco, looking at all the pipes and trying to find uh what you collect what you like um it was awesome to see pieces uh, that you've only seen online but you finally get to see them in person you know uh makers that you only see on instagram and you finally get to hold one of their pieces and check out their button work and uh look at their craftsmanship and realize oh man okay i'm putting this on my bucket list, I'm putting this on my bucket list. they're just uh continues to shape you as a as a someone who's a pipe enthusiast as someone who's right. a tobacco enthusiast you're, you know you, you get more ideas you know you go home and uh you create your own pinterest in your mind if you will you know <laughs> of a pipes you want and pipes uh oh, I gotta add this maker to my list or you know yeah and yeah, and you find pieces that just grab you and you you have to pull the trigger on you yeah. know you, you had to choices were made you know you had to <laughs> So I just took it one table at a time, uh, and I kind of advised the system. And obviously, you know, the show's going on all day, so I I probably walked the floor probably about you know twenty times. Yeah, so, yeah. So you just you go through it once, you go through it again, and you go just kind of lunch, make your rounds,
1: and then lick your wounds, and then go back, and you know, kind of sharpen your pencil and see how much damage you've done. <laughs> I'm, and I'm ready to hurt and again. Be, be thankful that you've got uh, you know forgiving spouse.
0: Hey, jumping in real quick to tell you about the sponsor for this week, our good friends at Missouri Meersham. Every single Tuesday is Cobb Tuesday. And so if you're not following them on social media, you absolutely should. Honestly, you should be anyway. But because of Cobb Tuesday, by doing so and engaging with them, you have the opportunity to potentially win a few things. So uh, head over there, let them know that you heard about them on Country Squire Radio and that you really appreciate them for sponsoring our show. Of course, Missouri Meersham has amazing corn cob pipes. They've also got great clay pipes. They've got some wonderful memorabilia. You know, they are one of the industry Standards that we just absolutely love waving the flag for here over at Country Squire Radio. So major shout outs to our friends there, and uh, like I said, don't miss out on Cobb Tuesday. Be sure to follow them on all their social media, especially
3: Facebook. Let them know that Country Squire Radio sent you.
0: All right, let's kick it back to John David and Quinn, the intern. You know, and and this time there were actually two
1: rooms, you know, it was two big ballrooms this time. And so um, because both of the ballrooms um, weren't quite the size of the old made big, big ballroom that they had at the Pheasant Run. So they kind of had to split it up a little bit, but it was still still really nice and um, worked out good. Um, you know, what, what was one of the most interesting things you think you saw out there? What's something that's really memorable that you're just like, wow, that was, that was fascinating. Has anything kind of come to mind?
2: Uh, yeah. So it was, uh, some of like the memorable things is to see, um, some of the carved pipes that are out there, just very intricately carved, uh, I know Murph's pipes, I'm, I think that's right. Mm-hmm. He was there, and just to see his stuff in person, it was just like, wow, this is crazy intense that someone right. can do that with briar. Right. And uh, his pieces were actually very affordable. And there was another guy there, and he used uh, different kinds of, I, cannot, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but his carvings, too, were just very out there and right. just really cool pieces to see. And they use different kinds of wood. Uh, there's just those kind of things always kind of stick out in your mind because they're different from the classic billiard or classic, yeah. you know, English style bulldog. You see the, you see thousands of those, and you kind of you kind of get used to them. But when you see those things, they're just wow! I'm you're never gonna see again. Kind you of know? wacky, yeah. yeah just e- ap-
1: even different from like your traditional Danish shapes and stuff, or. Um, you know, some of those Italian influenced designs, like you just see some wacky stuff.
2: Yeah, and, and when you a do, lot of creativity yeah, when you do, it sticks out of your mind, and it's just really cool to see yeah. uh, the artistry and some of those guys who do yeah. intricate carvings and stuff like that. I always find that like really cool. Yeah. Who Who was the person you met that you were most excited to meet? It's probably probably Tom Eltang, Tang. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I, we're sitting in the smoking uh tent, tent's closing up, and uh someone came to our table and said, hey, do you want to come back to our room for cocktails? And I, I, I knew this person, and I'm like, well, look, yeah, I'll go. Uh, John David, he decided to, <laughs> to stay. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm gonna stay, and then I'm gonna go to bed. <laughs>
3: yeah,
1: he
2: he decided to go to bed, but I decided to go. Well, I was having a
1: drink with Scott Teeley. I was like, I, I'm gonna hang out with him, and then I'm gonna go hit the sack. So
2: <laughs> yeah, so I end up in a room with uh, several you know people that I look up to in the industry, and there you know I'm sitting right next to Tom Eltang. Yeah, so, yeah, you know, that was just you know once in a lifetime experience. And so cool, man. Got to rub shoulders with them, and you know just yeah. talk and. Uh, make jokes and you know it's great it's, it's great so to be a part great. of this community yeah it's real. it really is special um tell me about
1: um you know tell me about some pieces you you bought you know did you um kind of stumble upon some some briar that you felt like you had to leave Chicago with
2: yeah so I uh again I kind of know what I want and what I wanted to look at uh, and there's some pieces that you know tugged on my strings and yeah hit the right hit the right criteria uh i picked up a older bruce weaver uh piece
1: yeah uh, i know a bruce weaver piece had kind of been on your list you know yeah that's
2: been on my bucket list of course, recently departed and um you know
1: bruce uh obviously legend in the uh, american carving scene and um you know it was you're gonna see less and less of his pieces out there you know yeah. going forward so
2: yeah yeah I, you have one and i've been eyeing i've been eyeing several of them and trying to find one that fits something that i like and there's just one at a table i just kept coming back to and cut a deal and it was mine So, <laughs> so that's one piece i picked up and i also picked up a scotty prussell yeah uh i got me a, a little yeah. uh pencil shake uh pencil shank it's a little uh cauldron uh awesome pipe beautiful sandblast um I happened to be in the room for Vermont freehand and she yeah. was in there and she was talking shop and talking materials and I'm sitting there just, you know, eagerly listening and uh she was waiting on someone else to meet her to show the pipes, but uh they wouldn't they weren't showing up and she was like, Do you wanna see him? I was like, Heck to the air yeah.
1: <laughs> You were like the first person in the entire show that got to see Scotty's uh, Scotty's Pipes. Yeah. It was so
2: cool. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was awesome. Right place, right time. <laughs> and it was like, let me look That's at awesome. these. And I'm just eyeballing them all out. And that was the one yeah. that jumped off the page to me, besides the one that like was longer than my arm. I know other than that. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, like, and
1: for, I'm sure most of our pipe enthusiasts know Scotty Purcell, a uh, you know, great American uh, pipe carver, one of the uh, leading female carvers in the world, and just um, certainly has a you know, her distinctive, you know, uh, design or at least her distinctive flair when it comes to her own pipes. Lots and lots of pencil shanks, thin lines, uh, very svelte pieces that are very, very light. Uh, She's just incredibly talented, great button work or stem work and, and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, she had a pipe that was, I mean, I don't know how long my forearm is, but it was longer than it was longer than that. <laughs>
2: yeah, it, it it was the long one of the longest pipes I've seen.
1: Honestly, the only reason I didn't think about buying it was because I knew I don't think I could get it home in one piece. Like, oh, I, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I just I felt like if I packed it in any way, like it would just I I, I couldn't get it home. I'd have to drive it home. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it was so cool. How do I get this through TSA? I know, right? Yeah. Um, man, what was there a piece or something at the show? That you didn't buy that you wish you had bought.
2: Yeah, uh, so a Trey Rice. Uh, Trey Rice was at the show. Great guy. Awesome guy. Awesome carver. I got one of his pieces up there. Yeah, I yeah, I kicked myself for that one. Uh, <laughs> you know, you can't buy everything, but you know, just looking at all his pieces, he had some very gorgeous pieces. And yeah, uh, we were some of the first people to see his pipes. You know, yeah. we were just right place at the right time, sitting at a table, and he just. <laughs> He just showed up at the show, opens up his box, and we're just, yeah. you know, gawking. Uh, it was like I was very close to like shut up, take my money. Oh, like,
1: no. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you five hundred dollars. Just pick one out for me, <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> please, please. <laughs> Anything
1: else at the show you wish you kind of wish you kind of snagged?
2: Uh, there were some tins of tobacco I should have probably picked up uh, just because of availability. Yeah, uh, you, I if. If you're in this hobby long enough, you realize you can't take home everything. Right. And, so, and some things you just, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll live, I can, I can learn to live without it, you know. And, and you also know. You get more focused in your, 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 your collecting, whether it be pipe tobacco. And right. whether it be um, pipes, you get more honed in on what you like. And uh, you have a bucket list, uh, so to say, and you just kind of. You know, slowly check that list off
1: I think that's a good point, Quinn and I think, you know it, I, I I don't know, this could really be an episode in itself discussing this, but it's almost like you know, when you get into pipe smoking you think so many pieces are beautiful and you want all of them right? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh that's an incredible horn, oh that's an incredible Rhodesian, oh like, you know, this uh, this tamper is just so cool and like I've gotta have it, or like this, you know, whatever accessory and I guess, you know, the longer I've been kind of in this, in this world, in this profession, I kind of am more and more aware of like, no, I have, I have things that I think are pretty, but that someone else needs to own that. Mm -hmm. You know, I, there are things that, you know, I think are very pretty and and that I need to own, you know, it's like, you kind of hone in what you're really interested in. I think you put that very well. Um, You know, what your, what your tastes are and what you, um, what you want more of in your collection and um, you know, there's some people there that what they collect is tampers, you know, and that's what they want. They're looking for cool tampers and, um, you know, or estate pipes, or, you know, if you're like me, you're, you know, going to every table, looking at the Sheratons. And I, I, I did, I bought one Sheraton the whole trip and it was from Dave Shane. I didn't even buy it off a table and, um, was really, really proud of myself, but uh beautiful, beautiful blasted Sheraton. It was really pretty, but, um, Anyway, yeah, I just wanted to get your perspective on that because, you know, there's so many pieces. It's like, what do I walk away with? Uh, You know, I know you really like the old Savinelli Estellas, you know, that they haven't made for like 30 years. And there was one Estella on someone's, you know, table. I think maybe they wanted— fifty bucks for yeah, it? Yeah, which was a steal. And, and, yeah. And it, and you walked away from that piece so many times and went back and it was like, It's still there, it's still there and uh, eventually someone uh someone nabbed
2: that, it. Yeah, and they got they got a steal. It's yeah. just one of those days of like, you know, uh you had that internal argument in your head of, okay, what am I gonna go? <laughs> what am I gonna get? You know, am I gonna get this pipe, or am I gonna get this pipe, or right. get a combination of this pipe and that tobacco, or you know, all right. tobacco. And you just uh you as an individual has to weigh that out as you know what yeah. what's important in your hobby you and yeah. what's important in your collection.
1: You know, one thing that I think is kind of I, I guess the 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 thing that caught me off guard getting used to these pipe shows, and I think pe- something that people need to know about if they really are interested in getting the best selection of pipes is to show up early before the actual show itself to talk about. Talk about what it's like to just be, you know, you're there a couple days early, you're sitting around the smoking tent, or even the day before, on the Friday before, and they have the swap and and smoke and everything. Like, what's it like to be sitting there chatting with someone at a table, realizing they're a pipe carver, and then before you know it, they've pulled out... You know, their treasured pieces. Like what? What's that like? Can you kind of describe that experience? <laughs> that's an awesome experience.
2: Yeah, going early uh, does give you an advantage. You get the layout of the land, and you get to meet uh, all the early birds at the pipe show, and that's awesome. Yeah. And uh, which are a lot of industry, yeah, folks. which really? is a lot of industry folks, yeah. Uh, and it is being there early. We did get a lot of access to you know pipe carvers who just showed up you know just rolled off an airplane or got out of a car right and they sat down with you and they're like oh yeah let me show you my pieces so we you know brandon brooks uh jared uh Cole. jared yeah Coles. both yeah. of those guys are awesome Yep. uh we had already mentioned trey rice and um alexander hasty alexander hasty scotty yeah. brazil so it's just it's, uh, going early and You just got to see a lot of people's work before it actually hit their table. Uh, Nate King was another one. We got to see his stuff before it, you know, rolled out on the table. And you just kind of, like, looked and, like, I like that one. I like that one. I I wish that one could go home with me. (laughs) I forget
1: forget exactly how it happened. It's like you saw some Jared Coles pipes sitting out on the table, and then you're like, those are wait is that— is that Jared Coles? Like,
3: <laughs>
1: it's so cool. Of course, Jared, uh, you know, from California is a great guy. All these people are just so friendly, um, it, you know, and you're, you're sitting there like, you know, we're, we're kind of oogling over Trey Rice's uh, selection, Trey, um, you know, from Texas. And um, this, this guy with this Eastern European accent kind of muscles his way up through there. And, and you know, it kind of takes over the whole, you know, table and conversation. And then you realize that's Alex Florov, who makes like $2,000 pipes.
2: Yes, exactly. And he's
1: just like, he's like, no, I'm I'm going to look at these now. Like, yeah. y'all step aside. This is my turn. And
2: then you have Jeff Grasick <laughs> come up to the table from J. Allen pipes yeah. from uh, San yeah. Diego, California. And he's looking over and you're just like. This is awesome. you know it's
1: like man how did and and listening to the two pipe makers exchange uh ideas and opinions and feedback and it's just uh it, it really is beautiful it, it's it's a lot of
2: fun yeah. yes it is it's a it's a once in a lifetime experience but well it's not really cuz get to go again i know right but, you know uh yeah. we're going to just use this opportunity like hey get out the shows you know um save up your shekels uh right it. Even if it's uh, across the country, you know, we're already talking about trying to, Try one to, of, to at least to one of us, yeah. to go to Vegas. Uh, That's right. You know, just get out to your shows uh you know i've heard that a thousand times and man they were preaching the they were preaching the truth you know you need to be you need to be you need to be going to shows you need to be uh yeah supporting uh the hobby yeah the hobby the the people you need to be pouring into it and that's one way you can do it is by going to pipe shows
1: it really it really is The, the folks at chicago pulled off a great show this year and they they worked really hard to do it and obviously they had a Um, you know, kind of a monkey on their back because, or at least they were behind the eight ball a little bit or some other goofy expression, you know, they they had, you know, we haven't had the show in a couple of years uh, because of COVID, but then also the, they had to get a new, new venue. And, you know, so it made it tough, but they did a, they did a great job. And I I think next year will be even better. Um, Quinn, before we leave, like kind of shifting gears just a little bit, um, you know, you've been at the country squire now for a little over a year and you know Quinn is um you know beginning to distinguish himself as a you know kind of personality in the pipe community particularly on on Instagram and um and then also um you know as a blender and um that t- talk just very briefly about kind of your you know one year in one, one year in with the apron on you know behind the counter blending pipe tobacco and being on this side of the um you know the pipe community what's um uh, what what's your perspective it's
2: Man, it's been an awesome one year. We just—I just celebrated one year at the Squire, uh, and it's been great. Uh, The the people you meet at the store, the people you get to meet—you know, online because you take their order or uh, you exchange an email. Uh, Yeah, there are some hard times, you know, trying to um, troubleshoot or get through some problems you're having with the um, having with the website or. Uh, The computer accidentally uh, sold, oversold an item and you have to, you know, go back. So, yeah, there's some difficulties and uh, mistakes made, but uh, it's definitely been a great year of uh, just because of the people in the community, uh, whether they come through the store or whether you talk to them online or uh, answer one of their questions or, you know, it gives you more of a, more of a love for the hobby and more love for the, the lifestyle that is pipe smoking and tobacco. Yeah.
1: Yeah. What, um, would you consider yourself a tobacco guy or a
2: pipe guy? Uh, it's kind of hard to separate the two there. (laughs) You know, I know people, there are people who collect pipe, just pipes, and they they never smoke them, and... Uh, you, you actually never hear the guy who collects just tins and never. Spoil. I've never heard of that guy. Yeah, uh, you know, I don't
1: think I have either. It's yeah. like I just
2: collect tins, but I never. I never them. collect tins. <laughs> I, there's probably somebody out there. Mm-hmm. So we're probably going to hear from somebody. Oh, I actually, yeah, I please, just collect tins. Please write. Direct your comments yeah. to uh, to Quinn Crawford. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I, you know, for me, it's a it's the perfect marriage. You need the you need the tool, you need the instrument, which is the pipe, and I love them. And, um, you know. Probably if they did outlaw tobacco, I'd probably still buy pipes because they're pretty. I mean, they are. Yeah. But I th- but I want to smoke them. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, so I, you know it is. That's the way I'm gonna describe it. It's the perfect marriage. You know. Uh, yeah. You love the leaf. You love the different varietals, and yeah. Uh, and you love the instrument. You know, you just you you collect both, and you pick up both, and you have a, a room full of both. That's, <laughs> both. The answer is, but and that's what
1: you want. The answer is yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, um, man, you know, just as um, you know, it, it's it's kind of weird always having these kind of conversations because, like, yeah, I'm your boss, and you know, blah blah blah. But like, you know, as as a friend and as you know, someone that's just observed you over the last year, I'm just really proud of um of everything you've accomplished. And um, man, I'm, it's a it's a pleasure getting to work with you every day. And um, and you've got a got a really bright future in this this industry so um man just excited to see you continue to grow and all that i you know a lot of folks know you from instagram and then they found you at the show and they were like oh you're magnolia piper yeah, exactly and, uh, man it's kind of cool just uh, to tell tell folks where they can find you on uh, you know on social media
2: yeah so i'm on uh instagram um the magnolia piper uh check check me out uh always sharing a little bit of behind the scenes you know whether it's you know filling orders or whether it's something i'm currently working on or uh just a good way to kind of get the inside scoop of uh my pipe journey and what i'm what i'm doing and what i'm you know uh what i'm experimenting and what i'm trying and all that all that jazz yeah,
1: new pipes you buy yeah, what, new pipes what's I buy. In, yeah but you exactly. know all that kind of crazy stuff that happens around the shop and um yeah I I really enjoyed that. You know everyone's like, "Oh, yeah, you're the Magnolia Piper. What's your name?" You know, it's like yeah. they know they know that. It's um, you know, Magnolia for those of you who aren't aware, which is probably all of you, uh, that's the state flower of Mississippi. And in our in our state um, it's probably like Texas, you know, Lone Star State in Texas, and so you've got Lone Star this, Lone Star that, you know, everything's named after the Lone Star. Well, in Mississippi, we had this kind of same deal with Magnolia. It's like there's so many businesses named after Magnolias, and it's you see, Magnolias everywhere. It's just kind of part of our yeah, identity. Yeah, exactly. And, um, man, I, I love that you've kind of taken that on, and it's uh, it's been pretty pretty special to see. So, um, and for all everyone listening, be sure to follow Quinn. Uh, uh, and, and of course you're on Facebook as well.
2: Right? Yes, I'm on Facebook as well. Gotta be, uh, good. you know, when you're, whether you want to or not, you know, whether you want to or not, when you're on the social media and you, you gotta, you know, post, retail. yeah, yeah. when you're on retail, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta be on everything <laughs> for
1: good or for bad. That's exactly right um well brother thank you for coming on with me today yeah
2: awesome thank you for having
1: me yeah just so glad to get your perspective and i I wish we'd done it a couple days earlier we're kind of a few days away from getting back now and so it's uh you know we wanted to get in there though while it was still fresh and kind of talk about uh our experiences and um you know just kind of let the let the dust settle a little bit and um man i I hope we sell enough pipes and tobacco to be able to afford to go back next year exactly
2: yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah all right brother have a good day you too
0: bye see you well there you have it master of pipes john david cole and quinn the intern master of pipes tobacconist extraordinaire master of pipes i feel like we need to give him like the full-on targaryen treatment right next time we see him something like that i don't know have some fun with that, but uh, regardless, really enjoyed uh, hearing about their experiences. Not jealous at all, by the way, that I wasn't there. You know, just not jealous at all. I, I know I don't know about you. If you weren't able to make it to Chicago this year, I'm sure that you listened to that, thinking that you weren't jealous that you weren't there, right? No, we're all jealous. We're all jealous. They're just sitting back. They're sitting back at the Country Squire talking about Chicago and and, and smoking whale song, which you know they have somewhere back there. They, they don't. <laughs> they definitely don't. Anyway. Uh, let us know your thoughts if you enjoyed this, uh, this trip to uh, Chicago. By the way, if you were in Chicago and you happen to get uh, a picture or a selfie with John David or Quinn, uh, be sure to send that in so we can uh, retweet that out on our social media. Uh, and, of course, you can find all of our contact information and more at CountrySquireRadio.com. That's going to do it for this week. So, hey, everybody, let's go have a day. Chicago.